This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Back on Hope 103.2, Wendy Gilbert from the Yaya Revolution. We're continuing our chat tonight on mentoring and quite a particular thing that is very significant when you are going to be a mentor. There's that aspect we spoke of last week where it's just a casual sort of person-to-person, everyday thing. But then there's when you're stepping into a more professional realm of mentoring as well. Wendy, how do we know what our role is and what we do in each of those? Because there's quite different responsibilities, I would think. Oh, absolutely. So, obviously, if you have a professional role, you're a teacher or you're a counsellor or you work in an organisation that supports young people, you are just inherently in a more professional role. Um, And you would know because of working in that situation what your role is. So we're probably more looking at um, the general population and how they can help young people and how they best can support young people. But these skills are generic and they can be if you have a professional role as well. So Mm. I think it's understanding and knowing your role, knowing what you can do is very empowering as a mentor or as someone in young people's life. Um, You know, one of the things that I often think about when working with young people or having young people in my world is I don't see myself as their saviour. I'm not there to be the be all and end all. You know, my job is possibly to take them from A to B, whatever that may be. It may be bringing a little bit of hope. It may be just getting them going in, or in my role as a career advisor, just getting them to help them make a decision. Um, young people at church, it might be just having someone that believes in them so they think, yeah, yeah I can do it, I'm going to make it happen, you know, mm. or just a listening ear. We, I'm not there to be everything for them and I never will be. That's a really unhealthy dependency. It's a codependent type thing. But you can be the person that brings them from A to B. Um, I remember, it's so funny, I remember just this one in incidents at school and this girl was sent to me because she was very disengaged in school and um, you know what I could do to help her find a bit of purpose and just talking to her without revealing too much information but just talking to her I realized her whole issue was around the uniform stuff she felt everywhere she went um, somebody was you know addressing her uniform she felt like nobody cared about her mm. and you know I just started to talk to her about that and listen and I said I totally understand and you know like I didn't like uniform myself when I was at school <laughs> so I told her that story we mm. had a laugh you know, and she just turned a little corner. And, yeah. you know, she, we also discussed career things and what she might like to do. And, you know, I feel like she's just at school, you know, has turned a little corner. Look, she's still got a way to go, but she's certainly um, much more engaged and just looks a lot happier. Just the fact that someone cared about her. And I'm not saying and certainly do not want to be that place in her role, uh, that complete role in her mm. life. There's a lot of people at school that care about her. Um, but, you know, just take them for A to B. I may never see her in my role again, I may, and that's okay. So just try and look at how can I help them. And you can also ask them, they're not silly, how can I best support you at this time if they happen to be in your world and it's the right thing to say? Yeah. Um, so you're knowing your role. What What is your role if you're an aunt and uncle? You've obviously got a, um, a relationship because of family. But, you know, that that can take on all sorts of levels. You can be distant or you can be close. <laughs> um, have fun with them. You know, one thing that I think sometimes people, I think we talked about last week was people assume that young people have people in their life, but they don't always. Yeah. Um, so just step up 
and make it happen. Some people are very intimidated by young people. Just There's a lot of negativity around teenagers. So some people get very intimidated by a group of teenagers. Don't be intimidated. You know that, that people talk about the generation gap. You know, actually, the generation gap is not their fault. It's actually ours. We as adults need to bridge that generation gap. We need to understand their world, what's going on, get a little bit tech-savvy if that helps. <laughs> yeah. um, try, and, try and understand their world, and that comes through listening as well, not mm. telling them how it should be or when I was young, it was like this. Well, it's not like that anymore. So you need to be the ones to find out. They didn't live in your era. Yeah. But you're living in theirs. So it's like you've got to bridge the gap. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that just knowing your role, just just be engaged, try and listen, try and be supportive, but speak nicely to young people. My gosh, some people are so rude to them. I'm not saying they're all perfect by yeah. any means, but we are the adults in this role and we can take responsibility and mm. be supportive to them. It's also important to look at the, I guess, um, responsibility of a mentor too from that perspective where you don't want to end up in a compromising situation. Like there's, there is that bit that all of us play where we just be a listening ear. But how do you know when you might be stepping into dangerous territory and you need to kind of take a step back? Really good question. I think when it, well, there's lots of different areas. I think, you know, on a very practical level, be really wise about one-on-one. Um, you know, you might have a professional role where you have that as a counsellor, etc. But if you're going to be one-on-one with someone um, and there's any possible misinterpretation opportunity, don't allow that to happen. Always be in a public place. Um, you know, so don't, just be just be wise. Use, use, use your smarts. You know, just yeah. be sensible. It's actually for their protection as much as, much as yours. Don't, don't Try and find your self-esteem by helping a young person because otherwise it can become codependent. Mm. Um, just be there for them. Then, if they don't, like I said last week or earlier on, they don't. If they don't need you anymore, that's just as good as them still needing you. So keep it mm. a, keep it light, not too intense. Um, you know, same sex. So a woman looking after a girl and a man looking after a boy is a better scenario. Um, that's not always available. You know, obviously I care for young men at school and yeah. support them. Um, so that that's a good, you know, thing. I think um, avoid any social media connection so there's no information that's construed. You don't, you don't want them to misinterpret your care. That's mm-hmm. a really important thing. Your care is not that you don't want them to ever think that you want more from them than, um, than you, what you're wanting to give. Um, so just be careful. They're always watching you. You know, you're a role model whether you like it or not. So um, you'd be surprised when you actually ask young people, they, the people they tell you are their role models. So um, just always be mindful of that. So when, just, yeah, Laura? Sorry, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say as well, knowing when to um, take the information they give you and maybe take it to someone. If, you know, they begin to sharing quite deep stuff with you, mm. knowing when to pass that on to the next level as well. Oh, so important. Um First of all, first and foremost, I think confidentiality is really important when kids share their heart with you. Now, unless there's, um, you know, you actually have a duty of care and it, it becomes more complicated depending on where you work and et cetera. But let's just say in everyday life, if any teenager mentions anything on the levels of suicide, even if they are the sort of kid that might be attention-seeking, always report it, always um you know, tell someone because 
you just do not want that responsibility. Always err on the importance of telling something like that. If they talk about some sort of abuse, you need to report it. Um, it just really depends on your role, Laura, of where mm. you are in that person's life. It's just so important. Um, but, you know, everyday stuff like mum's annoying me or, um, you know, uh, really don't like so-and-so or, you know, they, you don't need to tell anyone that stuff. They need to be able to talk to you in a free manner. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just to ascertain um, whether it's a risk, high risk. So looking at the risk and perhaps next week we can talk a little bit more about risk Um in those areas. Definitely. Looking forward to it again. Thank you, Wendy, for all your points and uh, your, your wisdom sharing. I love it. We'll catch up with you then. Thanks so much, Laura. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.